The Buffalo Bills take down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday Night Football on the national stage. And we'll preview some more games coming up for this weekend's slate, along with the usual hot takes and more. Without further ado, let's get into this edition of the Buffalonian Podcast's Betting on the Bills. All right, let's go. are back with the Buffalonian Podcast. I'm Joe Kelly, and as always, I'm joined by none other than Dom Lost. And Dom, we did it. The Bills did it, I should say. We did nothing. We watched. The Bills Dude, did it. We did our, we, you know, we did our due know. diligence, right, as fans? Did a lot of jobs as fans. I would agree with that. Anyway, Josh Allen should have been the first overall pick in 2018. You heard it here first, or you've probably heard it on every sports program today um, following the game. But listen, not not the prettiest win. It's not 48 to 20 like the Dolphins game. It's 24 to 18. Game gets a little close at the end there. The Bills, though, uh, clearly the better team last night. Allen came out swinging. The offense came out swinging. The ball was spread around. The first time in Allen's career where there were five receivers with over like five, you know, targets like it's crazy five receptions um just before we dive into this and we'll get a more in-depth reaction coming on tuesday you know the dom the usual dom five and the the highlight reel you know because we got a long week we got to fill the time somehow so that's how we're gonna do it but a mini buy as as we say um what just initial thoughts following last night's game i mean this is a fresh reaction it's it's noon the next day right now so what i mean what do you think yeah i think it's it was solid performance all around. All three phases really did a good job. I think, yeah, is there a little frustration from the fact of you were a Hail Mary away from losing? Sure, but I think there was also some, you know, men- a mental lapse by Jordan Phillips. You know, if you're going to play the what-if game, oh, we were all this close to losing. If Jordan Phillips doesn't, like, stupidly grab Baker Mayfield's face mask on a fourth-down sack. Yeah. The game was a 14 point win. So, I mean, I'm not going to play like that, but like, it, it, I mean, come on. It, you can't have it both. I mean, we could have it both ways, I guess, if you're going to do the what if game. I mean, I think the Bills managed the game a little conservative. I don't, I think that's upset some fans, but at the same time, you're playing the Bucks. The Bucks couldn't drive, didn't have a drive of 50 yards till their second to last, their touchdown drive in the second half. So, do I think if those fourth and four, fourth and two, uh, if we're playing Kansas City, Miami, a top team in the league, are we going for it? Absolutely. I, I think so. I also think it was the correct decision to punt on fourth and one. Um, it's kind of the decision I talked about with the Giants um, a couple of weeks ago was they should have punted and made them drive the length of the field. Like, okay, you had to defend the Hail Mary. The Bills just still can't defend the Hail Mary, though. They did it. 
I'm I'm thankful they did it once successively really well against the Colts in the playoffs, but that was also because they let Phillip Rivers still the Hail Mary for every reason. But they do need to improve on that. Like the hell, like you just can't let the ball just drop without anyone touching it. Like that's that that's yeah. absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. No. Listen. Um, Jordan Phillips almost tanked the game. Vegas called him and said, "Grab the face mask." I think. Um, you know, we got to keep this one close. <laughs> listen, it was just. The Bills had de- so many defensive opportunities to get them off the field on fourth down and just, I'm trying to think of the proper word, just whiffed, I, I guess. You know what I mean? Just took took the penalty, unfortunately, and we gave them good field position. I, it's, it's just, all that aside, it was a good game. Like, it was a good bounce back after three, not saying three losses because they won one of the one game in the past three weeks, but three lackluster performances put together for the past three weeks where the offense just couldn't seem to get its legs on the ground. Um, and here we go right out the gate. We're running tempo and Allen mm-hmm. second play of the game, just tucks it and runs it. And I'm like, okay, okay. The Cape's on. We're seeing, we're going to see, we're seeing Superman tonight. This is just what's happening. And it wasn't though. Like I said, he spread everyone. Everyone got a piece of the pie last night. Every receiver did. Diggs did. Granted, like we were talking before the show, he's on your fantasy team. Uh, the classic Stefan Diggs performance, a lot of yardage, a lot of receptions, no touchdowns. Um, but listen, yeah, but Gabe Davis stepped up. Kincaid gets his first touchdown. Like the, again, you'll see all the highlights. Trust me. I've got them all. I've got them all written down what I want to do. Um, it's just. It was a good offensive performance. The defense had a couple questionable penalties that jeopardized a lot, like, you know, field position and stuff like that. But the real MVP, before you go into what you're about to say, Sam Martin, those Mm -hmm. punts, holy cow. Everyone thought they were missing out. Like, oh, we got to settle for, because of all the crap going on, we got to settle for Sam Martin. No, you don't have to settle for Sam Martin. That guy, that guy is the punter that we were looking for. Better than Corey Bohorquez, better than, Matt Hawk, who can, you know, like we never got to see because of an Achilles injury if I could punt further. But, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's still up in the air. We we have to see. But still, still Sam, a Sam one MVP. Yeah. Yeah. He had a really, he had a really good game. It's unfortunate that um, on the fourth and one and 30 seconds, they made a, McDermott made the right call punting. It was unfortunate that it was a touchback. If Saran Neal was able to, even if they, he hit the ball so hard it went back to like the 10 yard line, you would have killed time and got, Worst field position. I think. Mm-hmm. I think he played. He played that a little too conservative. Is not the right word. He played that a little too aggressive, where he's trying to be too perfect and down at the one. Where it's like, if you down it at the five, like yeah, three more seconds come a off. Further. Three yeah. more seconds come off. You get. The, I mean, but no. Sam Martin was big, and it was a big reason why McDermott kept punting in those situations. Especially the crowd really good. Get, him. Yeah. Special teams is really good though. You get the black field goal. Uh, Bass makes his kick. Um, I think the return game was really good for the most part. I mean, Hardy had a really good return, and then he had two that were called back, which is really unfortunate. But he had, like, after calling him out for Naheem Hines uh, this week, I think he had a really good game in the return game. And, I, listen, the Bills' defense did a really good job this game. I think they had a really good bounce back performance from a really awful performance in New England. Uh, obviously, giving up that one drive, just a lot of missed opportunities. I feel like the turnover game is coming. You know, we talk about the Bills having a forcing a lot of turnovers. You know, last week against New England, they get a fumble. I don't believe I can't remember. I don't think they forced a turnover against the Giants. Obviously they had a couple against the Jags, but it I don't 
Tampa didn't turn the ball over, right? No, no, no interceptions. Almost. I mean, there were a couple close interceptions. There was a couple. That's happened. what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Like, the plays mm-hmm. are there to be made. Yeah. I mean, there was a, the fluke play on the two-point conversion. So, I think the defense, there's plays to be made that are left on the field, just like splash plays that would really help them. But I thought they played a really sound game. And, obviously, the offense um, did what they had to do. In the second half, they found – I mean, they were moving the ball a little, but – I think with the penalties on special teams, again, they just didn't – they needed those extra 10, 15 yards to get in the field goal range to make it a three-position game to ice it. But, yeah, yeah, really excited what I saw. And Kyrielin being scratched, I had to say this, though. That draft okay. class is really solid for the most part. I mean, Benford in the sixth round is a, is a good corner. Kind of a steal, if you think. Khalil Shakur in the fifth round is now your slot receiver that we all wanted him to be. He had a mm-hmm. big game, six for ninety-two. Yep. Uh, Twelve. Bernard is your starting linebacker, and he's a good linebacker in the third round. And mm-hmm. you have James Cook, who was solid again today, yesterday in, in the second round. So, my only thing I will say is that saying that oh, you know, it's okay that we left on Elam because we got Benford is partially true because like. They both play the same position, and like at least hitting on one of them is big. I'm just gonna say this though: you traded a fourth round pick and drafted the dude 24th overall. Like the value is still not there. Like, no, you, yeah, you, you lost on a fourth round pick, and you drafted a dude 24th when you could have drafted maybe someone else in the first round that could be an impact player. So I always don't like the comparison between Benford and Elam because yes, they play the same position, and it's nice that, that you hit on one, but the overall miss on Elam with the trade up. And all that is still like really bad. But listen, I roast. I thought it was stupid that Josh Stern was playing, but if he's gonna play like that in special teams, like yeah. good, good for you, my brother in Christ. Like, yeah, he yeah. I mean, forty-five. Come on, I mean, the guy who got absolutely just manhandled by Derrick Henry has a game last night. Like that's crazy. Thirty-five years old. You know what was really interesting though? Third down, Jordan Poyer's lined up as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Like very interesting and very like solid like it worked really well you know what i mean so it's just like like that stuff is is cool like i love to see the the new and like shifty stuff that they try and do and i mean we saw it on offense last night too um but defensively jordan poyer made some good plays almost a couple interceptions in that position when he yeah, was, lined I mean, up it, was there. It, it was so. his best game i mean i thought last week was his best game of the year to date i think he topped it again i mean he's coming around now and yeah. I like, I mean, listen, you have Taylor Rapp, who I think has been a little underwhelming, but finding a role for him and then having Poirier jump down to the linebacker role on third down on passing downs, I think is really mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that, that you're not going to be able to replace what Matt Milano did, but having Jordan Poirier fill in for the coverage thing is a drop off, I think, a little bit, but. Yeah, I think you, it's a, you get the experience too, and a little more, you know, experience. And rap is a is, yeah. rap is a good enough safety where having him on the back end is solid. So, yeah, mm-hmm. really good job, I think, from McDermott to kind of figure that out a little bit on the fly, and we'll see if they what they do at the deadline coming up on Tuesday. I believe it's Tuesday. I don't know what they're gonna add. I feel like they're gonna add something. So, you uh, think Elam's of part of that? Do you think he's workshopping Kyrie a little bit? I think they're going to move on from Elam, and I think they're yeah. going to add a corner. I, I think they're going to add a corner because I think they're going to move out Elam. I think they're going to add another corner. Um, but I mean, listen, I, it's it's a good bounce back when I mean Josh was lights out. I mean that's unfortunately interception on the. I thought that was a. So Dorsey, I thought had a really good game. He mm-hmm. had two terrible play calls. That's that, one of them. 
That bootleg when he just came out of the Melka tent was stupid. Fitzpatrick uh, commented on that too at halftime. He's like, I was because I was watching the TV broadcast as well. He was like, I don't know what who listen, he's been doing well the entire game, but who decides to run the bootleg as soon as your quarterback comes out of the tent with a shoulder injury? But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that was a poor of, play yeah. call. And then the third and goal from the half yard line, the shotgun run. It's just a bad play call. Um from the situation of this, I don't think it's a very successful play. And them losing a whole yard made it a yard and a half, which made it you couldn't QB sneak. And then mm-hmm. they had to throw, which I thought was a cool play design. It was a great play by Jamil Dean. I thought it was almost going to be a pick six. Um, that was really so – that's what the best – I think that's what's really good about this offense is that, okay, it's nice coming from a win, but it's also like they they started off with high energy. They spread, spread the ball around. It wasn't just Allen and Diggs. It was you saw Allen running. You saw James Cook on the ground. You saw Kincaid. You saw Shakir. You saw Davis. In right. a short passing game, make plays in open space to dodge tackles break tackles and they left points out there. I mean, they get, they get down to the one yard line and don't convert. Uh, they had, I didn't have, I didn't have bad drives in the second half after the touchdown, but they just didn't, you know, were able to convert. I think they got a little unlucky on the, the sack at the end of the third quarter, uh, snapping the ball when they didn't have to, cause they thought they jumped. It looks like from the TV broadcast view, the guy jumped, but I don't think he was quote unquote in the neutral zone. I don't know if that's still a penalty, but um, that was the one mistake where I was like, dang, that cost them 10 yards of field position and went from second short to third and long. And that was that was the one thing I was like, man, that was poor. Like, yeah, that just, I mean, got a little unlucky there. Maybe they should have got a call, but I think I think they should have just I don't know. That was that was weird. But overall, I think it was a really b- good bounce back from the offense and defense. All three phases, really. It's a, it's a bounce back performance. And. I think the most important thing you said now is they have 10 days off the mini buy to, you know, get Josh to rest his shoulder, get at Oliver, uh, you know, a week and a half healthier, get Greg Rousseau healthier, get Vaughn healthier. Um, you know, just, I'm, just get everyone healthier. Yeah. And you know, we'll see pictures from their Halloween party on Tuesday. So that'll be interesting. It's always, Oh yeah. See the costumes and whatever, you know what I mean? I, so I will, I will say this though. I think they did miss Dawson Knox a little bit. Yeah. From the perspective of this, Kincaid should never go off the field again. Like he is number one. Oh, I just yeah. think not having not having a, a guy that he can be a run blocker and a pass catcher, maybe on those drives in the second half, I think they kind of missed him a little bit. Um, but hopefully Quentin Morris, you know, in, in ten days, can he come back from his ankle injury and at least be that tight end too that he was last year? Uh, I think that will be uh, interesting to see. Yeah, and I mean. Just speaking on Knox for a minute, you know, we even mentioned like a couple of those drops were just egregious, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that he had in the past couple of weeks, but at the same time, you didn't know the extent of the injury, right? You didn't know his wrist was that much of a hindrance to him, right? Um, He's having surgery on it. Again, we're getting like the NHL treatment here and just no timetable on a return, you know, all that stuff. So it's just like, you know, we don't know. Other, but, other than he's on IR and he's missing. Yeah. What? He's going to be out till uh, the, four weeks. As, he's out till the Eagles game. As yeah. The Eagles game. And odds months. are he might not be back for to start that game. You know what I mean? So like, I, don't I know. would, so, I, I, if we're going to make predictions, I mean, we were pretty close on our Vaughn prediction. 
Yeah. If I was making a prediction, I think he comes back week 14 against the Chiefs because yeah. he missed this game. He has to miss Bengals, Broncos, Jets, and then Eagles before the bye. I mean, I feel like they do would want him there because I think having Dawson Knox helps your chances, increases your chances of winning that game. But mm-hmm. as they are, it matters, I guess, where they are in the standings. If they can afford to like not have him out there, I think they would prefer that to have him give him another two weeks off because he had the bye after that. Right, especially – you know, wrist surgery on a receiving uh, member of your personnel. Like that's like, come on, we can't, we can't be yeah. messing and around. He's supposed that. to be blocking too of it. So yeah, imagine pushing up. You know, with with uh, I can't. I didn't listen. Like I get it. He deserved the criticism for dropping those passes, but now we know a little more behind the scenes. Like it was serious enough for him to have surgery. You know, so um, we're still in the unknown, but now we know a little bit more uh, to. Be able to be like, okay, we understand now, Dawson. It's it's all right, buddy. But anything else you want to mention before we move on to the slate? No, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to move on. Ha- listen, just I'm happy, happy they, they won. won. Happy they won't want to know this week. That's all I yep. can say. Am I disappointed? Am I still a little miffed about last week? Because I could pretend we could be sitting here six and two, like we should be sitting six and two. Yeah, but heck, man, that's that's the NFL. I mean. I didn't think we would lose to the Jets last year. We lost the Jets. We lost the freaking Jags in twenty one. That was um, that's worse than the Jags lost this year because it was Urban Meyer and that was single digits. Yeah. From both so games. like every team has bad games and it's yeah. unfortunate that the Chiefs were three and four at one point in a recent season. So I, I just want to point yeah. that out. So I, I I think there's nothing. The alarm isn't sounding. The Bills proved last night that they still are the team. That everyone expects them to be. They they can be. I, I don't think be. they can be. I don't think they they, they, they got to do that consistently now to show yes, that they they aren't are, but they showed flashes offensively that hey, this is what we can do when we're clicking on all cylinders and playing. They need to stop playing down to their competition. Like please, mm-hmm. batter the Patriots, batter the Giants when you're 15 and a half point favorites. Don't make it a close game. Don't hey, be like Evan game. Levi and just be that psychopath that likes to keep it close. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Big, like, come big, on. Big time game next week. Yeah. So yeah. We'll preview that. We'll preview that next Friday. But yep. Next Friday. Well, Tuesday. Excuse me. Ugh. No, no. It's Friday. I'm, I'm Friday. Yeah. This, uh, no. The whole Thursday. You're a long week, this, man. Whole, I know. The whole Thursday. I keep thinking like this is the Tuesday pod from next this next week be coming up on Halloween. I woke up just, and thought it was Monday and I missed class. I'm like, what is happening here? I was so confused. I was like, because I'm just so used to working Sundays with the games and everything. You know what I mean? So it threw me off. But, well, hey, we're going to have to get used to it. The next home game was a Monday nighter. So. I know. I know. I know. Against the Broncos? Let's if ride? Read, if you read this. Oh, screen, yeah. The... Right below the schedule <laughs> I made this morning. Yeah, you'd think, right? Uh, Yeah. So Broncos. Then Jets at 425, the CBS primetime. That's a home game. And then I just the can't Eagles. believe that game is at 425. It's ridiculous. Two East Coast teams playing at 425. Couldn't be me. I, I have no idea. I mean, you know the, the ad they show? It used to take one person to make the NFL schedule with like a bunch of post-it notes and stuff like that. And now it's like, it was uh, stats make it all. Yeah, they clearly flubbed up on that game. I don't know what they were thinking there. But without further ado. It's going to wrap up the Bills talk. Again, we'll have the Dom 5 and some highlights for you on Tuesday when we have our wonderful producer, Mooch, there to help us out with those. Uh, (laughs) But without further ado, let's get into the picks for the rest of the weekend. Uh, We're going to run through the AFC East games. It's unfortunate two of them play each other, so that, that, you know what I mean? It's just 
you know, it, it hinders it hinders us being able to pick a certain number of games. But we did anyway. We're going to start it out, though, with the MetLife Bowl. Jets are at the Giants. The Jets are technically the away team in this game, and they're favored by three points. If Is Tyrod playing for the Giants? Yes. Daniel Jones is out. Ooh, I'll let you go first. I need to think this over for a minute. <laughs> I don't think I can pick the Giants with that offense against this just defense. I do think that's too big of a mismatch, yeah. but I do think it's going to be a slugfest game. So 16-13, Jets. I mean, I just, I just think the Jets defense is going to overwhelm the Giants offense into making some mistakes, but... I'm all down for a throwback Tyrod game and get them a dub, but I, I think the Jets are gonna win a win a ugly, boring game. See, I would love that. I really would for Tyrod's sake. I'm hoping for that, but I like you said, I can't. I don't think I could pick them. I that Jets defense dismantled the Bills in Week One. It's dismantled other good teams. Um, you know, the Eagles kind of ran away with it last week, but the Eagles have the best offensive line in football. So that kind of helps. They control the line of scrimmage. The Giants can somehow control the line of scrimmage with that horrible offensive line they have. You know, they'll win the game. But the def- Jets defense, you're right, it's just too good. So you got to take the Jets on that one. Uh, there's you got to go with the favorite on this one. In the next game, though, AFC East duel. Pats at the Dolphins. The New England Patriots are taking on the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are nine and a half point favorites right now. Dude, the underdog's really calling my name right now. Yeah. The, 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 the Pats the, the, defense, the, and they played them tough last time. Come on. They, they play them tough, but I think the Dolphins win like 34-20. I do think New England, after last week, has some confidence offensively, and I think Miami's defense is not very good. They'll just run um, 80 swing passes on them. That's all they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, so I think there's a real chance for my New England to kind of have a decent offensive form. I mean, I think I trust Bill that, like, Stop them a little bit, but I don't know. I think Miami's really motivated after their loss last week, so I'm going to take the Dolphins. Right, but sometimes you know you think you're hitting the bottom of the mountain when you're falling down, but it's a, it's a it's a freaking canyon. It's not rock. Going, yeah, it's not rock. No, no, you are sliding down. It's an avalanche. You are going all the way down to the bottom of the canyon. Listen, we saw it with the Bills, right? Lost to the Jaguars, and we're like, oh, they're going to bounce back, right? They did win technically, but they did not win in spectacular fashion. It came down to no points being scored in the first half at all. And then a lackluster third quarter and a fourth quarter. I think this, this, that loss last week hangs with the dolphins a little longer than they want it to. And I think Belichick uh, outdoes them. I, I give me the Patriots. I, I think this is an upset game. And plus for AFC standing wise, I would love it. I would love it. I really would. I think it, that would help out big time. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying to... you would. I, I wasn't implying that. I was just saying I would love it for the AFC standings because it's a family the... game. You'd love to see it. Yes, exactly. As a, as a fan of the NFL, I would love to see it in the AFCs. But I don't know. I, as a fan of the Buffalo Bills, you'd love to see it. That's, that's the phrase. Yeah. Okay. As a fan of the Buffalo Bills, I'd love to see it. Alrighty. Rams are taking on the Cowboys. Cowboys are six point favorites. This game will be good. I think it will be a good game. Uh, Cowboys. Talk about a roller coaster um, up and down on the season. Lost Give to the Rams. Yeah. I think the I Rams think... really upset. I, th- I think it's because I think I really like, I think the weakness on this Cowboys defense, especially unfortunately with Trayvon Diggs being injured, is cornerback. Mm-hmm. And a little, they're a little suspect to being attacked over the middle of the field. 
So I just think Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup and Tutu Atwal are going to have big games. Yeah. As long as, as long as that Rams offensive line, which is a little suspect, can hold up for Matt Stafford, I also think you know the the Cowboys coming off their bye, I think they might be a little rusty. So I think I think that the Rams win a field goal game like twenty seven twenty four. Yeah. No. I uh, I agree with you. I think it's uh. I almost said Drew Stafford, the old Sabres, Sabres player. Uh, Matt Stafford, though, over the the middle, you're right, just lights out. There's no no other way I can go with this game. Uh, the Cowboys, Dak Prescott's bound to make some mistakes in this game. I'm telling you that right now. Trey Lance may or may not start next season. We'll have to see on that one. Jerry Jones made up his mind already, I feel like, after just not telling anyone and bringing him into the room. But give me the Rams in this one. Nakua Cup, if you have him in fantasy, you're going to have a good week. Uh, it's going to be in Tutu Atwal as well. So, I mean, that that's going to be – that's big. That's big. Next game, though, AFC East rival, should we say? Took us out of the divisional round last year. The Bengals are taking on Sam Darnold in the San Francisco 49ers. But the Niners are favored by four points still, though, even with Darnold. So, listen – Shanahan's that you're 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 gonna see Brock Purdy's had a rough couple weeks right now he's in concussion protocol the whole narrative with him is oh it's Shanahan's system right that helps but you have to be a competent quarterback you know who's not a great quarterback Sam Darnold and you're gonna see him fail in the Shanahan system give me the Bengals uh their defense is gonna have a good day they're gonna put a lot of pressure we put pressure on Sam Darnold you're bound to get some mistakes out of him um it's going to be a closer game, I think, because the Niners' defense is amazing. So, Bengals by like three, but Bengals. I think the Bengals win twenty-seven twenty. I think I think Joe Burrow has a big game. They're coming off a bye. Uh, I would be a little concerned if I was a Bengals fan. Maybe if they're looking ahead to the big matchup against the Bills next week, because um, that's a big AFC matchup. So that would be my one concern, and maybe they don't fully know what Donald's going to do. I know they have a lot of film of bad Donald, but I mean, this yeah. is the Shanahan offense. So you don't know with that, but I just, I, I, I don't know. Last week I was really on watching the Monday night game. I was really underwhelmed with the defense for the Niners a little bit. Um, and I think the Bengals, uh, Jamar chase, I think is going to have a big game. So I got them winning by a touchdown on the road. Yeah. All righty. I like it. Final game on the slate before we hit our mortal locks quick here. Yeah. The Browns. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I took the Niners last week thinking they'd bounce back. Nope. Uh, They also tanked my fantasy team that week. So anyway. I took the Raiders playing Tyson Badger, whatever his name is, and they lost by. D2 quarterback. Best Josh. Lost by 20 or whatever. It's like, what the heck? I can't believe it. Anyway. That's still just wild. We're um, terrible at this. We're terrible no. at the mortal locks. I listen, fade our mortal locks. Go it the is just entertaining how bad we are. That's why we keep it going. Right. And the listeners know now to just fade them. Go the complete yeah. opposite. We pick the Niners, you take the Bengals. Like, do that. You know what I mean? Uh Browns are taking on the Seahawks. Seahawks are three and a half point favorites. Um the creep and the crybaby, Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, he's I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I, I'm taking the Seahawks all day. I agree. Yeah, I, I'm a little concerned with this, this how good this Browns defense is, but PJ Walker has been freaking awful. Yeah, uh, for the Browns as quarterback, they lost Jerome Ford last week, so they have Kareem, but that's mm-hmm. kind of 
it. I just think this, especially, I believe, let me just double check. It is in Seattle, and that, that place is a tough place to play, yeah. especially for a backup quarterback. So, right. um, yeah, I think I think Seattle. I think Seattle's also pretty good. So I think I think Seattle. I think Seattle wins, um, twenty eight fourteen. I like it. I'll, I'll go with that twenty eight fourteen. I like it. You know what? Also, though, I realized that we didn't talk about with the Dolphins game. Jalen Ramsey is coming back. Is he not? Yeah, he. There's a chance he's not confirmed. I mean, he'll probably get torched anyway, but. I don't know. He's 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 not like. Listen, listen. When you're when you go out there and call Josh Allen trash, and then he's perfect record against you and hundreds of yards against you, I don't want to hear any any trash talk. This guy needs to beat them one time. Uh, Maybe I'm speaking that into existence, and I should retract that. But you know, I'm not I'm not too worried about it. But mortal lock time. What's your mortal lock, Dom? You there? Oh, I thought you froze. You looked like you. I think up. the Lions bounce back on Monday Night Football at home against the Raiders. Okay, they got like that. their teeth knocked in. I still don't know if Jimmy G is going to play, and I think the Raiders are not a good football team. And I'm I picked them last week for my Marlocks, so now it's just right that I pick against them this week. Yeah, yeah. You know who I'm picking? I mean, I, I also really like the Lions, and I think they got taught some respect last week by the the Ravens. They were a little too cocky going in that one. They got shellacked and i think uh you know dan campbell monday night prime time in detroit i don't remember the last time the, the lions have played a home monday night football game so i think that crowd's gonna be live and animated and i think i think they torched this raiders team you hear that sparring my, my mortar locks my mortar lock is the philadelphia eagles Fly oh, against the Commanders. Fly, yeah. Come on, that's a that's a gimme game for them. Uh, I don't yeah. know. They almost lost in overtime at home. Listen, listen. They're not going to do that again. They just had the best confidence booster of a game last week against the Dolphins. They're ready to cook. Uh, Jalen Hurts is is doing all right. You know, they're they're doing good. Uh, give me the the Eagles in this game, and Ron Rivera is going to have to put another three points on the board after the Eagles are done with them. But just because he doesn't want to get shut out like they did against the Bills. So I, I will say, though, Eric Bieniemy on that offense with Sam Howell has actually done a great job. That's one thing I do have to say about the Commanders. Yeah, Sam Howell's got to stop taking sacks, though. Yeah, that's away. that's really it. But, I mean, he likes to take those deep deep shots. You know what I mean? Like, it's he's he's, he's doing well with Eric Bieniemy. But anyway, not well enough to beat the Eagles. So um, <laughs> I think the I Eagles blow him. Yeah, yeah. So the Eagles are my mortal lock. And with without further ado, that's going to wrap up this brief edition of betting on the Bills. We didn't really have a Bills game to preview. We only could recap. And uh, so, you know, cu- cut the time down a little bit. But catch us on Tuesday for a full-on recap with the Dom 5 and scoring and non-scoring highlights. Um, a lot of them to go around. Lots of people got the ball last night. So um, it'll be a fun show. But anyway, thank you for listening. Dom, how do you always end these, buddy? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. Have a nice bye week. Mini bye.